this is a Woodside Church podcast. Morning everyone, um, Martin said my name's Abby, I've been at Woodside now for a few years, um, I think it was 2020 that I joined and managed to feature on that amazing video, Global and Kiss everybody, so um, well good morning everybody. Um, just want to start by telling you a little bit about me. Obviously, we're going through the Lord's Prayer, um, but I thought it was always nice just to know about who's talking to you. So, first thing, big thing that's happening, in three weeks, I'm getting married. That's me and Josh. Um, Josh and I got engaged in December, and it's been a long 10 months, but three weeks to go, I can do it. But just, I just want a bit of a disclaimer. Please forgive me if I'm a little bit over the place, because... Goodness me, planning a wedding is not easy. There is a lot going on. My mind's all over the place. And we're also buying a house. Woo! Oh, that's not up, sorry. Woo, that's me. Yay! That's me in my bright yellow kitchen. I will be painting it the second we get the keys, because I'm, I'm not... Yellow's lovely, but um, not in my kitchen, bright at 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, so we paint that. But that's my lovely house that Josh and I are buying. We're yet to get the keys. So actually, if I can... Cheeky prayer request. Please pray we get it before the wedding because it's it's very tight at the minute and we're not sure we're not sure what's happening. But I'm buying a house. Um, and before I get into it, I just want to tell you a really cool story. Actually, I'm talking about provision and um, give us this day our daily bread. That's kind of what I'm going on this morning. But a cool story relating to that that I actually f- totally forgot happened. Anyone love Starbucks here? Yes. There's not many hands. I thought anyone at like Costa? Are you Costa people or are you Starbucks people? <laughs> Costa, really? Well, there are much more costas, so you're, if you're costa, you're definitely beneficial. But um, I love Starbucks, and I get it quite regularly. And I work's been a bit crazy at the minute, and it's not come well with, um, obviously, planning a wedding, what a lot going through my head. But I go into the office every Wednesday, and I thought, you know what? I need a Starbucks this morning. I need a coffee. So I left the house at 8, bright early, to get to work, but stopped on a Starbucks drive through and I thought, you know what? Today is the day for a large Starbucks. I need a big one today. There's a lot going on. I need a big one. So I got through the, Starb- the drive through requested my large iced oat milk shaken, whatever it is, espresso. It's a long title. And um, got to pay, and I showed her my like, app, so you can get points when you pay, and it kind of builds up. And I showed her... And she said, oh, would you like your free one today? And I honestly could have cried. I, that was the day I needed a free Starbucks. And I got a free Starbucks. Only because, I will say, because I bought so many, my points had built up, and I'd spent enough to earn a free one. But I was over the moon. And that, again, that just showed me God is my provider. He gives me Starbucks when I need Starbucks. And obviously much more, but I needed a Starbucks that day. So, um, so as I said, we'll be focusing on... Um, give us this day our daily bread. That is the part of the Lord's Prayer that we're looking at this morning. Is it up on the screen? It is. That screen's broken, so I might be turning around a lot just to check, but Tom told me to trust him, so I'm going to have to this morning. Um, but today we're focusing on God giving us things. And I don't know about you guys, I find it really easy to skip all the beginning of the Lord's Prayer, like, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. I'm very good at asking for things, skipping all of that, going straight to God give me this, God give me that, I want this, I want that. But... I want to make it kind of clear this morning. I do believe the most important place to come to when we are asking God of things is the place of thankfulness and gratefulness for what God has already given us. Focusing on him, the things he has done, not just what we want. It's very easy to do that. I find that very easy. Um, But focusing on what God has already done in our lives. And it it just shows us that he's able and that he can. And the thing we can pray with confidence when we're asking these things. Remember what he's done. Remember who he is. That is the whole point of the Lord's Prayer. Jesus is very smart and said it the way that it is for a reason. It starts with our Father in heaven. Declare truth. God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you that you are holy. You are righteous. 
and then we can move on to asking God for things. That is the point of the Lord's Prayer. So let me just pray before I start. Thank you, Father, that you are good. I thank you that you love us and you are for us. I thank you that you are king of heaven and earth. You sit on the throne and that you are mighty and you are able. And I just pray that you would be with me this morning, be with us all this morning. I pray you help me get my words out. I thank you that you are able to speak through me and do things through me, Father. So I just pray you be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm just going to touch on three quick points, um, or three things to remember when we are asking God for things. I just also just want to say, I'm aware there are so many amazing stories in this room of God providing, breaking through, answering prayers. I'm the ripe age of 23. I've not had to, do, like, had to pray for much. My, I've been, I'll touch on this a bit later, but my life's been pretty smooth sailing um, up until my house hasn't come through and I'm getting married, which is crazy, but that's fine. I'm aware there are so many stories in this room of God breaking through, and these are just three things. As I go into married life and kind of grow up and get older, these are three things I I want to do and want to remember when I'm asking God for things and when I need provision and breakthrough. So hopefully it will help you guys as well. First point, God is a God of endless resources. Amen. Amen. What a good thing to know. That is the truth. That is what the Bible tells us. And as I mentioned before, I'm getting married in three weeks, very exciting. Um, and we, when we got engaged, Josh and I, we're, I'm happy to say, neither of us are from particularly wealthy families. Um, neither of us had much money. I'm a spender, for those of you that know me. I love clothes, I love to shop. I'm not very good at saving. So when we got engaged, I remember kind of thinking, goodness me, how are we going to pay for a wedding? Because they are expensive. I don't know where we're going to live, don't know what we're going to do. Like, wasn't panicking. Josh is great at spreadsheets and money. He's fine. So I've, I've left that to him. But um, kind of went in thinking, I'm not sure how we're going to pay for this, how this is going to work. But we sat down, we looked at our budget, and realised we had a little bit more than I thought we were going to. And all was going to be fine. The plan was to rent just a little two-bed flat or whatever in Bedford until we could afford a house. That was the plan. And um, so we got engaged in December. As time went on, we just kept being given money. And honestly, we here and there, £1,000, £100, John Lewis vouchers, Amazon vouchers, all sorts. And I just, as the months have gone on, I've not been nervous or worried, really. There's been a few wobbles, I'm sure Josh will tell you. But I've not been nervous or concerned. God has been so kind to us by giving us money that sometimes we didn't even pray for. It just kind of came through the door, came into our account. Um, even recently, Josh had to take his car into the garage. And one of his like, oil lights came on. I don't understand cars, but something happened. He had to take it into the garage. And... Um, he was told it would be about £600, and just before the wedding, we were thinking, goodness me, that's a lot of money just before. Like, we, we're kind of running tight as it is. Um, that's a lot of money. Just the day before he went to pick it up, we still didn't know how much it was going to be. The day before, um, Josh's nan gave us a card with £1,000 in. Amazing. We were like, that is so generous. Um, the next day, Josh obviously got his car. It ended up being £720, which is a big chunk of cash just before the wedding. But what is amazing... That would have been a massive hit if we hadn't been given this money by Joshua's nan. It came at the perfect timing the day before, and it meant we were a few hundreds extra, which is amazing, and it meant we didn't have to worry. So God has been so kind to us, um, and we've seen his provision so much these last few months, which has just been amazing. So I want you to feel encouraged today that God has a lot of things that he can give us. Yes. And there's a lot of things available to us. Sometimes all we need to do is ask and pray um, it's literally as simple as that. And when we ask God for things, it's important to remember who we're praying to. Amen. The Bible tells us that God is the creator of the world, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He is righteous and just. He created us. He is so many of these wonderful things and much more. And he is so able to answer our prayers and to meet us where we are. 
who our God is and his position and his power is essential and relevant to remember when we are asking for things. And having an understanding of this helps us to pray with confidence, like I said before, and be confident that the God we're praying to is able to meet us and is able to provide the things that we're praying for and the things that we need. Ultimately, he knows best, but he's able. Um, Colossians 1, verse 11 to 12 says this. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power, so you, will be, so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. He's enabled you to share in the, in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. This verse tell, tells us we have a glorious, wonderful inheritance because of what Jesus did for us. We have access to it now. It is not something we have to wait for. Um, these amazing things that God has, he is obviously king of the world, we know that. He has access to everything and more. We have access to that now. We, all we need to do is ask and believe that he is able to give these things to us. So we have access to these things. This verse talks about glorious power and strength and patience. I need a lot of, a lot of these things, I'm sure. You know, I'm happy to say that. I need a lot of patience. Um, we also have access to earthly things, that's finances, or um, a house, or peace, good health, the Holy Spirit, all of these amazing things. We have access to these things now. God is able to give, give these things to us, and he is an endless amount. Whether it's joy that you need, you're in a season of really struggling and you need some joy, God can give that to you, and an excess of it, and more. Or it's finances, you're really struggling at the minute and not sure where the next meal is going to come from, God is able to give you money or provide that food for you, whatever it looks like, and much more. He is able to do what we need and beyond that. Um, so remember, when you are praying to God for whatever it is you need, remember who you're praying to, that you have an inheritance that you have access to and are able to enjoy and have now. Um, and our God is a God of unlimited resources and he is able to meet us where we are. Amen. Um, moving on. God knows better than we do. That is very true. Um, When we ask God for things, it's really important to come from a place of trust and trusting that even though we're praying for these things, even though we're asking for these things, ultimately trusting that God knows better than we do and we, we have to give that to him and we have to trust him with that. For those of you that don't know, I am the youngest of four. I'm hoping this lovely picture... Look at me. How cute. I have three older brothers... Some twins, that's me in the cute little dress. I'm very cute. Um, I've heard this thing. I'm not sure where it came from. I'm not sure even if it's true. But um, we, were, we were meeting, Joshua and I were having some dinner with some friends who's a sibling of four. And they were saying, typically, siblings of four have like a, there's like a pattern when it comes to each of them. So the oldest tends to be a little bit more um, responsible, maybe a little bit more protective, slightly, maybe a little bit uptight. That's not the best way to describe it. But you know what I mean? A bit more like responsible, being the oldest, that kind of thing. The second and third can swap a little bit, but the, the second tends to be a little bit more like successful, they're a bit more career-driven, maybe a little bit more goofy, silly, whatever it is. The third, I always forget, the third tends to be the risk-taker and kind of do their own thing. This is all very true for my brothers, just so, so it is somewhat accurate. But the youngest, any guesses what the youngest is usually like? <laughs> We're spoiled. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Um, I tend to be the spoilt one, or the youngest tend to be. Um, obviously, being the youngest and being an only girl, I'm sure you can imagine what my upbringing was like. The boys went and played football. Mum took me shopping. I had a fantastic time. <laughs> my childhood was great. Um, that's right, isn't it, Mum and Dad? You used to, yeah, some nods, yeah. Um, boys just play football. I'd, I'd have the shopping, and that was, that was my childhood, and it was fantastic. Um, but I didn't always get what I wanted. I didn't always get everything that I wanted, because as... 
as a child especially, I didn't know what was always best for me. I'd ask for everything. I'd ask for a car when I'm six. You can't, I can't drive a car. There's no point for a car, do you know what I mean? It's not, we don't always have the wisdom or the knowledge or the greater outlook to know what is best. So I didn't always get what I wanted. My parents knew best. And my basic needs, my whole life have been met. I've always had a roof over my head. I've always had food on the table. I've always had lovely holidays. Mum and Dad took us, like, took care of us really well. I've always had more than enough clothes. My wardrobe's always been fantastic. I've never had to worry about any of that. And if my basic needs, my whole life have been met, how much more will our Heavenly Father be able to meet our basic needs? Philippians 4 says this, And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. God meets our needs, that's what the Bible tells us. Because he loves us and because we are his children, he will meet our needs and he always knows better than we do. We can ask for whatever we like, God will give us the right things in the right time, he will meet our needs, that is, as this verse says, that is the foundation, the basic, but he will also give us more, he will give us what we want sometimes when we ask for that. John 15, 7 says this, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you. Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This verse tells us when we spend time with God, when we read his word, when we are in his presence, when we're worshipping, when we know we are closer to him, God will bless us with things. That is what the Bible tells us. He, he loves to give us gifts. Um, I'm sure parents in the room, you know how joyful you, you'll, like, you'll see your children be so excited when they get gifts. That will fill you with joy. God is exactly the same when he gives us gifts. He loves doing it because he'll see us be filled with joy. God doesn't always give us what we want or what we think that we need, um, but he will bless us with things and sometimes will give us what we want. And I don't think this is always a matter of... Um, God giving us our earthly desires, because God knows better than we do, obviously that's the point, God knows better than we do. The more time we spend with God, this verse talks about abiding in him, spending time with him. The more time we spend with him, the more we become like him, our desires align, the things that we want become things that he wants for us, and then he'll give us things. It's so important, you know, when you, my friends and I, we have very similar habits, we spend a lot of time together, we become very similar, we know each other really well, um, we do the same thing, that is exactly the same way as for God. The more, when you spend time with someone for a long period of time, the more time we spend with God, the more we become like him and our desires, our dreams, our thoughts, we all become the same. So God knows better than we do and he, he will bless us with things. Um, the more and more we spend time with him, more good things will come. I'm just going to briefly touch on unanswered prayer. It's a, big, a biggie. Just briefly touch on it. Um, it's important to know, as I said, God's not always going to give us what we've asked for, what we pray for. And this can be really tricky to f- like feel or think when we are going through a season of asking for breakthrough or needing things, of really struggling financially, um, going through a season of like struggling with your mental health, whatever it is. It is really hard to believe that God will answer our prayers or give us what we need when it is the right thing. That's hard to hard to get our head around. And sometimes we will ask God for things and his simple answer will be no, because he knows best. Sometimes the answer might be yes, fantastic, prayers answered, easy peasy, job done. That's God's answered, fab. Sometimes it might be a simple not yet, it's not the right time, and we might not always know the answer. God always answers prayers. I don't necessarily believe in unanswered prayer. God will always answer, um, but sometimes when we don't know the answer, it can feel unanswered, and it can feel like it's gone void, or God's not. That, that's not the truth. God hears every single one of our prayers, um, and he loves listening to our prayers. That's what the Bible talks about. He, he hears our cries. He hears everything we say. There will always be an answer, 
and God's answer is always right. And that's, I don't know about you guys, that's quite comforting for me, knowing that God is always right. It's not always the easy thing to do or easy thing to believe and leave that with God. But the guy, the man, God, who created heaven and earth, he is king of kings and lord of lords. He loves us so much. So he will give us good things. And he does know much better than we do. That can be disappointing and upsetting, but... um, he knows the best things for us. So I just want to say this time now, if you are struggling with something, if you are praying for breakthrough, praying for something, you've not heard anything, we would love to pray for you at the end of the service. There are a team of people that will be here to pray with you, um, whether it's just to put an arm around you, just to pray for something. We, we would absolutely love to pray with you. So please, if any of this relates to you, if you are struggling at the moment and praying for something and not getting any breakthrough, please come to the front and we will be um, more than willing to pray with you. Um, Billy Patterson says this, if you have a need for today, focus your full attention on the goodness and greatness of your father, rather than on the size of your need. Your need is tiny in comparison to his ability to meet it. I don't want to belittle any struggles going on here, that's not the point of this quote. The point is for us to refocus our mind onto who God is. Um, It's very easy to focus on the situation, as I said at the beginning, very easy to focus on what God's not done or what we've not got. That is not the point of this. This That is not what God wants for us. Focus on what he has already done. Focus on him. It will help us then to realise, actually, God God is able. God is able to do whatever we ask for, um, and he will meet our needs. He will do these things. He's bigger, and he's always able to meet us in this, in a season of struggling or a season of needing breakthrough. He will meet us there. And even in our most difficult moments, he's with us. And it's really important why we need to remember who God is. It's why the Lord's Prayer, as I said, starts with our Father in heaven. It's so crucial to remember the truth about God, the unchanging, constant Father that he is. Remember these things when we are asking for things, when we're asking for breakthrough, for healing, for provision, whatever it looks like. Um, focus on him, not the situation, as that quote says. And honestly, it helps our hearts a little bit. When, when we are praying to a God that we know and we trust, when things aren't necessarily answered how we might think it is, or um, things don't always go to plan, or we feel like there's an unanswered prayer, or we're given something we don't necessarily want, when we trust and know our God who's given us these things. It helps our hearts not to be disappointed, not to build that wall or that barrier up, Um, because that's not what God wants for us. God doesn't want us to be disappointed. He doesn't want us to kind of build that barrier, I guess, between us and him. That's what happens when we're disappointed or when we feel there's unanswered prayer. Um, That's the direction that we can head in. But I want to encourage you, focus on God. Remember that he is able. He is... um, He knows much better than we do, and um, he will give us what we need. And beyond that, spend time with him, trust in him, make sure when you're you're asking, declare truth before you start. Um, That's crucial to do. And finally, God asks us to pray and speak with him daily. Verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. Bit of a hint, daily bread. Um, God wants us to come to him on a daily and regular basis, but he won't love us any more or any less if we don't. And that's very encouraging for me to hear. As you may have heard, I'm getting married. And I'm, I'm very busy. I've not got a lot of time on my hands. Um, God is important and we should make him a priority. But he will not love me or you any less or any more if we don't do this. That is important to remember. Obviously, it is much more fruitful and beneficial for us if we do, if we are spending time with him and spending time in his word, worshipping, praying on a regular basis. That benefits us, builds our relationship with him. It is so much better if we are doing that but he will not love us any more or any less remember that 
And the more time we spend with him, the more we start naturally relying on his resources and relying, instead of relying on our own strength or our own needs, I'm very good at doing that, getting on with things, absolutely drowning in things I have to do, and then forgetting to pray, forgetting to ask God to help or ask for provision for whatever that is. The more time we spend with him on a daily, regular basis, um, we naturally start using his things, using his resources. We also gain great encouragement. If we're praying daily and asking for things daily, um, the more things we'll see answered, and that raises our faith to see that God is moving, God is active, and he is working in our lives. Matthew 6, verse 31, 34 says this. So don't worry about these things, saying what will we eat, what will we drink, what will we wear. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But our Heavenly Father already knows all your needs, so seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. We are literally designed to take life one day at a time. This verse talks about not taking on burdens of another day. Take life one day at a time. Spend time with God one day at a time. Give that day to him. Start the day. Thank you, God, for this day. I love, when I'm in the shower starting my day, I love to be fresh and clean, obviously, to start the day. I always will pray, God, thank you for this day. Whether that's it, whether that is literally all I pray, or I kind of go on from that. I love, it's so important, thanking God for the day ahead of us. Um, He blesses us each day. Let's thank him for that. Um, I want to tell you a cool story about my mother-in-law. Um, and I, forgive me, Arian, if I say this wrong. She told me the story, and then I didn't write it down, so I've had to re-remember it. So yeah, sorry if the details are wrong. I'm sure it's not. I'm good memory. Um, so years and years ago, um, Josh's dad wanted to go to uni when Josh and his older sister were quite young. Um, and this meant that Marion was the earner of the family, family of four, um, and ends weren't really meeting, kind of, kind of thinking, oh, how is this going to work? And they prayed, and not long after Dave started uni, I believe a letter came through the door, and it said something along the lines of, for four years, or while Dave's at uni, we are going to give you this same amount of money every week through the door. For four years, they got enough money through the door to pay for the food bill. Same time, every week, letter would come through the door, the same handwriting, same amount of money, and it would pay for the weekly food shop, and it would give them what they needed. Literally, basic needs were met on a weekly basis. And Marion said it was so regular, she'd hear the little post coming through the door on the same time every week, and sometimes would run out and see if there's anybody there, and there never was. So whether or not that was, well, I don't know, it could be an angel, or it could be a person very quick, we don't know. Um, (laughs) And there was one week, apparently, where mortgage payment, I didn't quite understand this, because but I'm sure you guys might. Um, there was a mortgage payment that needed coming out. Something to do with checks, bouncing, I'm not sure what it was, but something to do with there needing to be a little bit extra money early on in the week. I think it was a Monday or a Tuesday. And um, I think they prayed, how is this going to work? And um, that week, that letter came through the post earlier. That was the only week the money came through earlier for the whole time. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Like, God knew. God knows when we need things. What an amazing story. I know. And that, that is a story of God providing weekly, on a, on a regular basis, our every need, um, our daily needs. We literally need food to live. We need these things. God knows, and he will provide. And praying to God and asking things of God shows him our desperation for him to provide and our desperation to need him and on a regular basis. We do. We can't do things on our own strength. We do need God on a daily basis. So how can we fit prayer into our busy life? Um, I've literally written, I'm getting married in three weeks. I'm going to keep mentioning it. So, um, so as you know, I'm getting married in three weeks. And um, 
Life is very busy, I'm sure you can imagine. I also am, my work is very busy, there's a lot going on, um, a lot of planning to do, a lot of things to think about. It's, it, God should be our priority, I know that. Sometimes it is really hard to fit God into our daily life, however that works. Some of you might have fantastic habits set in place that you do every day, every week, whatever it is, and that's fantastic. If you do, please let me know what they are, because I need some inspiration. But I want to tell you a few things that I do that I, I like to do when I'm struggling for time, whatever it is, things that I like to do on a daily basis, just easy peasy, can happen throughout the day. So first thing, the Bible app, the Version Bible app, is absolutely fantastic. They do a, a daily verse, or a, I think that's what it's called, verse of the day, thank you, verse of the day, and they do a little video, someone from around the world will kind of talk about the verse or destruct deconstruct it, talk about story, whatever that is, that'll happen. And then there's like a devotional and a prayer that you can do. It's fantastic. So if you need just a little bit of guidance or whatever on a day, get the new version Bible app. Um, it's fantastic. Would highly recommend. What I also like to do, Ollie does this, I know, and he's talked about it all the time. Um, my car is a great space to play worship music, undistracted, no one's there, just me, my worship music and the Lord. Fantastic. No, there's no, nothing going on. Whenever I'm driving to work or to the shop, wherever it is, wherever I'm going, I try and put worship music on. Just Even if I don't necessarily listen to it, it's just there, and it's good for us just to have it in the background, kind of subconsciously there playing. So, and I want to encourage you today and this week, what are your habits? If, whether you have them in place or not, fantastic. Could you think of something new? Is there something else that you could try, or um, could you message someone regularly to bless them? Whatever it is, um, like find some good habits. Find something that works for you. Like I said, whether you've got good, one, good habits in or not, um, I want to challenge you. Focus on spending time on a regular basis, on a daily basis with God this week, and see how much more fruitful your life will be. Um, like I said, he won't love us anymore or any less if we don't, but our lives will be much more fruitful, much more wonderful, the more we spend time with God. So to summarise, um, how long was that taken? Oh, that's a long time. I didn't um, God is a God of endless resources. Amen. Um, our God knows far better than we do and when we abide in him he meets our needs and beyond and our desires align with his and God asks us to spend time with him on a daily basis um, because we need him desperately and because it raises our confidence raises our faith that we will see him moving more regularly can you stand with me please I'm just going to pray before I pray, I just want to, again, if any of you are praying for breakthrough or need something in your life, you're praying for something, please do come to the front at the end of the service. We would love to pray with you or grab someone that you know and just say, I just need prayer for something. Um, full of a room of amazing people, so please do grab someone if you're needing prayer for something. Um, thank you, God, that you are our provider. Thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh. That's literally one of your names, and that means that you are a God who provides. And I, I thank you, Father, for all the amazing things that you have done and all the amazing things that you are going to do. Yes, you are a God of endless resources. You are a God of things, of, of all things. You will give us anything we need, Father, and beyond. And you are a God who loves us. You love your children and want the best for us. And I just pray, Father, as we head into this week, that you would bless us. Um, I pray that you would remind us each day to spend time with you, help us to find good habits, help us to remember these things when we are asking and praying for breakthrough or provision, Lord. I thank you that you are so good to us, that you love us and are so for us. In Jesus' name, amen. You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.